While traveling on Jaffa Street from Jerusalem's central bus station toward the old city, you pass a memorial to Israel's War of Independence. Just a few hundred feet from the Mahane Yehuda Shuk, the outdoor market, sits the Vidka Square. If you're traveling on the light rail, each stop is announced in three languages, Hebrew, English, and Arabic. As you arrive at this stop, you hear the same word repeated the same way in all three languages. The automated recording blares out, Hadavidka, Hadavidka, Hadavidka. Exactly what is Hadavidka? What is the Davidka? In 1947, Israel was trying to form an army. Israel was preparing for an attack from the surrounding Arab nations, as well as the Arabs who lived in the land of Israel. The Jewish people had little in the way of any artillery. David Lebovitz was a soil management scientist working in an agricultural school in Cholon, just south of Tel Aviv. He designed and built six mortars. They were called the Davidka, meaning Little David. Although the weapon was named after the designer, David Leibovitz, the name also arouses the memory of young David fighting the giant Goliath. The mortar was first used in March of 1948 in Jaffa and then in a battle in Safat, as well as in Jerusalem. The mortar's crude design was nothing to brag about. In fact, it is remarkable that it helped Israel at all. The Davidka had a three-inch barrel, which was too small to accommodate the 88-pound shells that were normally used. Only a small portion of a shell could actually fit in the barrel. Normally, when a shell travels through the length of a barrel, the projectile achieves aerodynamic stability. This is what improves the accuracy of the mortar's aim. Because the majority of the shell, including its center of gravity, was outside Davidka's barrel, the shells were nearly impossible to aim. Small pieces of metal were welded on the outside of the shell, which did not improve the aim also. Those small pieces of metal, however, did increase the whistling and shrieking sounds, which were part of the defense of the Davidka. When the mortar actually did fire, it resulted in a massive explosive sound. Rumors spread through the Arab communities during the War of Independence that the Jewish people were using small atomic bombs. Some believed that the Jewish people themselves started the rumors. Other reports reminded people that both Albert Einstein and Robert Oppenheimer, two of the scientists working on the development of the American atomic bomb, were both Jewish. In Larry Collins and Dominique Lapierre's historical account entitled, O Jerusalem, we find some interesting details about the mortar. In 1947, Jerusalem's Menorah Club was the meeting place of men who had served with the Jewish Legion during the First World War. On the lawn of the meeting hall were two massive metal Turkish cannons. These had been captured during Britain's victory over the Ottoman Empire. In the middle of the night, the Israeli Haganah appropriated these cannons and used them to build their Davidka mortars. The shells themselves were made from water pipes. Their range and accuracy, in the words of one of the Haganah fighters, were described this way. It was about the same as David's slingshot. Based on the reports from the war, perhaps it could fire as far as David's slingshot, but it was, its aim was less impressive. Some of the world's most well-known scientists abandoned their pursuit of the secret of nuclear physics and molecular chemistry in order to make more gunpowder for the mortar. The account continues. During one of the battles in the 1948 War of Independence, the first round fired from a mortar failed to explode. The second shell did explode, producing an enormous roar, but almost no damage. 
the stunned Iraqis shouted over the phone that the Jews had a weapon like an atomic bomb. The Iraqis were begging for help. A switchboard operator overheard the message from the Iraqi soldiers and relayed it to the Jewish fighters. The Israelis then fired their last round and charged forward. The Iraqis fled and the Israelis advanced. During the War of Independence, the Davidka Sound was used to drive the Arabs away from the Zion Gate, though Israel eventually had to retreat. We would not regain the old city for 19 years till the 67 war. Today, Davidka Square displays one of the six mortars that was actually used in the War of Independence. A stone monument at the site has rounded tops made in the shape of the beret of the Palmach soldiers. Part of the verse, a Bible verse, is inscribed on the monument. It's from 2 Kings chapter 19, verse 34. What's written on the stone reads, in Hebrew, I will defend the city to save it. The whole verse reads, For I will defend this city to save it for my own sake and for my servant David's sake. The reference, appropriately, is specifically about David. But even more appropriate is the acknowledgement that it's God who actually defends his holy city. While you're traveling through Jerusalem, stop and look at Hadavidka and give thanks to God that he defends us.